My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM. Every show, I bring you the most relevant topics on better health and wellness, and I bring you the best guests in the industry who share the newest and most up-to-date information that we all need to know about. My show streams live every day at 5 a.m., but for those of you that cannot listen live, all of my shows are recorded and podcast and are available for on-demand downloads at stayhealthylasvegas.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Remember to tune into my show often and listen to the on-demand podcast of the show at stayhealthylasvegas.com. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning to you. I hope your day is starting out wonderfully. Let's hope so. You know, we got a lot of things coming at us that we can't control. There's a lot of things out there we can control a little bit better. I like to call those controllable variables. We talk about all that stuff here on the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I hope you're tuning in live Monday through Friday. But the great thing about technology is we work around that. Not everybody can tune in live. A lot of people like to listen to podcasts, and they like to be able to do it when it's convenient for them. So heading over to stayhealthylasvegas.com, all of my shows are archived and podcast for on-demand downloads so you can listen to the shows when it's convenient for you. Although I've been doing this for over 40 years, I've learned that today, probably more than any other time, even with all the information, all the technology, it seems like we need much, much more information. I don't know if it's that we're not utilizing the information. Maybe we're not making time in our schedules to, to get healthy, to be healthy, to stay healthy. I think we have a lack of priorities. I think we focus on other things that at the time we think are more important. And I'm just going to tell you again, like I do all the time, the most important thing in your world is your health and well-being. Because once it goes, once it starts to fade, once you start to lose it and you're on this journey of trying to get it back again, everything else that you thought was important, you find out it wasn't that important. So I try to bring you the best guests in the industry, the relevant topics, and you can take all this information and hopefully make up some good, decisive decisions for you, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, everybody being able to pay forward all that good information. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They do it right every day. They're a fully you know, fully packed, full service store with the most knowledgeable, informed, educated, and passionate people to work with. Of course, they carry the best of the best in every department. They have great prices every day. We know that without even saying it, but it's that wonderful hands-on dialogue conversation, getting your questions answering sessions that you can have with them that will definitely get you in the right direction. You'll find Stay Healthy Health Food Store at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. 
make sure that you visit the store as often as you can. And if, you know, something comes up and you're really busy, but you need your stuff and you can't come in, you can't hang out, you can call them at 877-2494 for mail order services or maybe just to get everything together for you so you can swoop in, pick it up, and be on your way. So definitely do that. The hours, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. Make sure to fill out the drawing slips for the basket of the month giveaway that they do every single month. Sometimes they do two. And don't forget about that webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. All of the archives are there for on-demand listening. Enter your email address, start getting coupons and newsletters, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Well, today we're going to be talking about the prostate. Um, it's an issue that at one time I remember doing radio shows and talking to men over 60, 70 about prostate issues. Well, that's no longer the, the situation. You know, many of those one-time older age geriatric health condition categories have now trickled down. And we have a lot of younger men in this category that are experiencing prostate situations, let's call them. So we're going to be talking with Cheryl Myers today, one of my favorite guests. I think that it's going to be a great show for you to tune into. And if you really enjoy it, which I know you will, make sure you go to stayhealthylasvegas.com and scan back through and listen to previous shows that I've done with Cheryl. You're going to really, really enjoy them. They're so much fun. They're so enjoyable, but she get to learn at the same time. So let me, if you have not had the pleasure, let me give you a background here. Cheryl is the Chief of Scientific Affairs for Europharma. Also a healthcare professional with certifications in cancer, pain control, and the issues of aging. She is an expert in dietary supplement and natural medicines, who has been a featured guest on hundreds of radio and television shows. She's been interviewed by the New York Times, Prevention Magazine, and the Wall Street Journal. Cheryl's a member of the editorial board of the Natural Medicine Journal, and her own published research has included topics such as menopause, diabetes, sleep disorders and gastrointestinal function. As an educator on natural medicine, Cheryl has been invited to give educational presentations at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, the Jefferson Mirna Brin Center of Integrative Medicine at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and other healthcare organizations across America. It's my pleasure to introduce my guest today. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, it's so nice to be here. I'm so glad to have you back again. How's everything in your colder world back there? <laughs> Our colder world is starting to thaw just a little bit. And I don't know if Mother Nature is just teasing me or <laughs> if uh, or if our weather folks are just incredibly hopeful. But when I look at the extended forecast for the first time since last year, we're supposed to hit 60 degrees next Wednesday. Wow. Won't yeah, that be amazing? It will be amazing. I know my family and friends back in Michigan and Ohio and Indiana, um, they're, they're hoping for some of that, too. Um, <laughs> you know, what's funny is I tease them every year because they complain all winter, all winter uh -huh. long. They complain and then it gets nice out and then they forget about the complaining until it happens again. And I said, you know, you could move if you wanted to. And usually it's beautiful outside. The trees are blooming, the gardens, the vegetables are growing and they're they're not going anywhere. I always say that Green Bay, Wisconsin is absolutely glorious, three seasons out of four. So, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people truly enjoy the snow. In fact, we still have knee-deep snow out there. That's why I think it's going to be amazing to hit 60 degrees because I think we're going to have some pretty big mud puddles. But uh, some people really, there's a lot of people that participate in winter sports, whether it's snowshoeing, 
snowmobiling. I think it's called skewerling, where you are on skis and pulled by dogs like a dog sled. There's a lot Ooh. of really interesting and curling and ice skating and hockey. There's a lot of winter sports. Now, unfortunately, I'm not much of a winter sport person. So <laughs> my winter sport is standing by the bonfire and lifting a cup of hot cider. Got that wrist action going. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, we get cold out here. People don't think that out in the desert you get cold. But, I mean, there's many nights we have to blanket the horses because it goes down in the low 30s into the high 20s. People don't think that. They think it's 100 degrees all year round. Uh-huh. Um, but it's warming up out here now. We'll be in the 70s. And I think within the next week, we'll be in the higher 70s and into the 80s. So we're on our way. The trees are sprouting. The pollen is flowing. Welcome to <laughs> spring in Las Vegas. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, Cheryl, why do you think, and this is a question that I get asked this a lot, why do you think things have have trickled down from the norm of these healthy and unhealthy categories? You know, because like I mentioned in the, in the opening, there was a time when prostate issues were basically older men issues. I talk to men in their 20s and 30s and 40s today with prostate issues. Have we changed? What has changed? Is it the world? Is it the diet? What's going on? Well, um, I wish I were smart enough to give an exact answer, because if we had an exact answer, maybe we could develop an exact intervention that would work Mm. for everyone. However, I think a lot of it has to do with hormones. Uh, When we look at our, the the hormones that our body makes, a lot of us have a lot of men too, men as well, dysfunctional estrogen. So men have a little bit of estrogen and a lot of testosterone. Women have a little bit of testosterone and a lot of estrogen. So we both have the same hormones. We just have them in different ratios, different proportions. So when you have dysfunctional estrogen in men, uh, when it's in the form that's more problematic, when it starts to go up because of exposure to what we call xenoestrogens or fake estrogens in the environment, it affects how testosterone is metabolized, and that can result in prostate issues. The other thing is that when you carry extra weight, fat cells make more estrogen as well. So if you are looking at um, America today, we're probably the heaviest we've ever been in the history of the human race. So you got all of these factors coming in together. People are a little larger. Even if they're not overweight, they're larger. They carry more fat on them. They make more estrogen. And they're exposed to fake estrogens and things like BPA, bisphenol A. That's the BPA is the stuff in plastics that's carcinogenic and You know, there's also pesticides uh, that are what we call endocrine disruptors, which means they upset the hormone system in the insects, and that's what kills them or makes them unable to reproduce. Uh, And then we ingest microscopic amounts of that in our food if it's not organic. And over time, these things start to get in the way of proper hormonal function, which means that you're going to start to see the trickle-down of more issues that we used to not see until people were quite older. You know, and, and thank you for that. And to your point, you know, the, it's we're in a different world than we were in. You know, you and I have been across, you know, decades of working with, you know, the things that have changed and the and the outlook and the perception and the, the way that we focus and the melding of both medical and on the natural side, how there's been kind of a gelling there uh, in many categories where 
the doctors are understanding that nutrition is important and we also understand that medicine has its place and you know there's a lot of things we can do but I got to tell you I was actually I did this yesterday I called about 25 of the guys that I know in my life and I said let me ask you a question on a scale from 1 to 10 10 being just terrible and one being not an issue, where would you rate the health of your prostate? Just to kind of do a little across the board, little survey. And out of the whole group that I called, the average number was seven. Hmm. And this is getting up during the night, having the urge, but then only having a trickle and the stream has gone down. And the funny thing is a lot of them know there's things out there. Um, but they've accepted it, which is hard for me to wrap my mind around. Yeah, and, and I think that we maybe we should back up a little bit and explain what the prostate is and what the prostate yes. does. Perfect. So first, only men have a prostate gland. And they, it is a gland that the prostate wraps around the bladder. So when you hear about problems with prostate, we're always talking about bladder. We're always talking about urination because if the prostate gland starts to enlarge or swell, it starts to press on the bladder, and it can interfere with proper urine flow. And if it interferes with proper urine flow, men may not be able to empty their bladder as completely as they ought, so they have to go to the bathroom more frequently. They get up several times at night to empty their bladder. They are more prone to urinary tract infections because they are not fully flushing out the bladder with a successful urination. Now, the function of the prostate gland uh, is that it produces a fluid. And this fluid is mixed together with the sperm that the testicles make and some fluids from other places. Anyway, it it puts them all together in a compound we call semen. And so you need the semen to carry the sperm cells when you are trying to have a baby, when you're trying to create a new human being. So the muscles of the prostate push the semen into the urethra so that it can be expelled during ejaculation. And so that's one of the primary functions of the prostate gland. So if it's not working right, not only can it interfere with urinary function, sometimes it interferes with sexual function too and difficulty in achieving orgasm or delays or other types of issues that uh, most people don't find too acceptable. So the thing about it is, is you have your prostate your entire life. It starts out Mm -hmm. in most cases being very healthy and functioning is something we never think about. Definitely out of sight, out of mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. As time progresses, we probably start to have some situations that make it a little bit more uh, of a focus as we get much, much older. Um, Many men end up having severe prostate problems. Is it something that we should be protecting all the way through? both on the preventive side, or should we be waiting until we start to notice that uh, there's an issue? Well, there's always things that we can do proactively. And people people are so tired of hearing the same things over and over and over again. Eat healthy. Eat a lot of plants. (laughs) Eat Mm -hmm. organic. Exercise. Get some movement in your life. Even if it's not running a marathon, walk around the block or 10 sit-ups while you're watching TV, whatever, but get moving. There are all of those things prevent all kinds of problems, and the prostate is no different. We want to help make sure that the hormones are healthy. We want to avoid those xenoestrogens. We want to reduce how many fat cells are making estrogen in our body. We want to do all of those things if possible. Um, but aside from that, supplementing, you know, you just want to have some good zinc on board. 
you know, you want to have good multivitamin and mineral formula. There are things that if you stay on top of your nutrients, you're going to be less likely to have problems. But most men don't think about prostate issues until they start to have prostate issues. And then you have to get a little more aggressive. So water is important. Eating mm-hmm. a good diet is important. I'm sure today people eating a lot of the standard American diet, which is an inflammatory diet, is not mm-hmm. adding to great success of many parts of our body, but it's not helping out the prostate either. No, absolutely not. And as I said, those xenoestrogens are highly prevalent in our world. I mean, we just touched on a few of them, like the BPAs and plastics and and the pesticides that are used where we see some residual on non-organic fruits and vegetables. So, you know, I always tell folks if they're not going to buy organic all the time, and I know everybody has that lofty goal, but they don't always do it, uh, pick the things that you eat most frequently and make sure that's organic. So if you are somebody who has peanut butter every morning on your Ezekiel toast, uh, please make sure your peanut butter is organic. If you've got something that you use once a month, you know, anchovy paste, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be organic. So so I think that if we can start moving towards reducing our exposure to these things that disrupt our hormones in the first place, that's a good thing for both men and women. Because when we talk about the prostate, we're talking about two major issues is that they fall into two categories. And one is prostate enlargement, and then the other one is prostate cancer. But it turns out a lot of the same risk factors for prostate cancer for men are breast cancer risk factors for women. Mm. Yeah. So Connection it's all about there. Taking, yeah, it's all about taking care of your hormones and keeping them in balance and helping to keep them in um, their healthiest form. One of my favorite things about this industry is where we were when I started and where we are today and the differences of availability of, of, of combination and products that are, of course, much more effective today because we have more knowledge, more technology, more discoveries, better delivery systems. And I think that it's really, really important that we realize that, you know, if you were talking with prostate, you know, 30 years ago, we didn't have a heck of a lot of things to talk about. But you have two formulas. These are two beautiful new formulas that give people the benefit of many philosophies put together so that they're able to, you know, get the most success. And I think that's really important because, you know, we we sometimes go into the war with like one nutrient when there's a whole bunch of other things available that we could be getting a better success with when, you know, they're all working together for the same cause. So I would love to talk about these two products. So when people walk in, they can check out the new Healthy Prostate and uh, the new Healthy PSA product. Um, Where do we start? I think they're wonderful. (laughs) Let's start with healthy prostate because that affects most men eventually in their lives. Um, When we look at the, they call the issue of the prostate getting larger, BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, or sometimes we call it hypertrophy. That just means your prostate is getting larger, and benign means it's not malignant, it's not cancer. So it's not spreading, it's not threatening your life, but it is threatening your quality of life or having to now now if you start to have enough issues with swollen prostate or enlarged prostate you're going to re- urinate more frequently you're not going to get good rest rest at night and you know if you don't go through all your sleep cycles that diminishes immunity right so i mean it does impact other areas of your life it, you know it's like a domino effect if you're up 
four times a night to urinate and you don't go through proper sleep cycles, that makes you more vulnerable to other kinds of problems. So it's important to try to get a handle on this and to try to, number one, number one goal is to keep the prostate gland from getting larger. Number two goal is to see if it can't settle down a little bit and start to alleviate some of the pressure it's putting on the urinary tract. So one of the best things that you can do, uh, one of the best herbs, is called saw palmetto. And saw palmetto is native to Florida. It's native to the southeast in the United States. And saw palmetto has some compounds in it that uh, interfere with the ability of testosterone to turn into DHT or dihydrotestosterone. Now, that sounds like a lot of chemical terms going around out there. You know, so the easy, the easy part is, is like testosterone, don't like DHT. DHT is the most significant hormonal form that encourages prostate enlargement. And it's actually also associated with male pattern baldness and other types of baldness. So, you know, DHT, if there's too much of your testosterone in that form, not a good thing for your prostate. So the best herbal thus far investigated for preventing healthy, good testosterone from turning into DHT is saw palmetto. But as per usual, uh, all saw palmetto is not created equal. So the one that we chose to use is a wild-crafted, hand-harvested saw palmetto in Florida. Now, the reason that's important is, number one, with wild-crafting, they use um, little geolocators to make sure that they are not over-harvesting any specific area to make sure they achieve a sustainability. Number two, hand-harvested means people are making a selective decision when they harvest the the saw palmetto because if it is not at its peak potency, if it is not at peak ripeness, you don't get the volume of the compounds that make a difference in your prostate. So, for example, if it's harvested at the right time when it's at its peak potency, it has three times the amount of beta-carotene. 10 times the amount of lutein, and up to 30 times the amount, the amount of zeaxanthin, all-important carotenoids, of typical saw palmetto extract. So it's a very high standardization of the important um, fatty acids and polyphenols, et cetera, that we find in saw palmetto to make sure that you're really getting an impact on reducing that conversion of testosterone to DHT. There are a couple of other ingredients in this formula, Uh, As I said, zinc, you know, when you talk about vitamins and minerals, all of our body needs vitamins and minerals, but, you know, some areas like some types just a little bit more. We all know that our thyroid gland loves iodine. (laughs) Turns out the prostate gland loves zinc, just loves zinc. and You're not going to get proper prostate function if you don't have a, a goodly amount of zinc on board. And the form of zinc we chose to use because it's not very absorbable is called Trax. Uh, zinc chelate. Now, Trax is from a company called Albion. I think they make the best absorbable minerals in the business. Mm-hmm. Trax stands for the real amino acid chelate. They take the zinc and they attach it to an amino acid. Amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So your body is on a first-name basis with amino acids. So when you take something with an amino acid, your intestines go, woohoo, I recognize that. Ooh, it's glycine, an amino acid. I will grab it and pull it in because I love things that make up protein. But if you've got zinc attached to it, it pulls the zinc in as well. So it really enhances the absorption so you don't get, you don't waste your money. What you are paying for is what you're absorbing. So we use that unique zinc that's chelated to an amino acid to improve absorption. Uh, 
it's just a wonderful product for men to take every day. Uh, one soft gel daily is about all most men need. If they really want to, of course, they can go up to two if they wish. But quite honestly, uh, most men, because of the potency of the ingredients, get by just fine on one per day. You know, it sounds like this is a formula that would kind of cover two things. Number one, work along the line of a prevention, maybe for a gentleman that feels that maybe if they're at the first onset or maybe there's a history in the family, all the men have had prostate situations, or mm -hmm. for someone who has noticed that there already is a problem. Yeah. Um, did I get that right? Absolutely. And, you know, for folks that, for men that are struggling with the nighttime portion of it, we really encourage um, adding into that our Saga Pro bladder health. I know we've talked about Saga Pro behind mm -hmm. before. And Saga Pro is Angelica Archangelica from Iceland that has been clinically proven to help men uh, with low bladder capacity do a better job of holding on to their urine while they're sleeping. Meaning that uh, in the study, men were able to sleep three times as long before first awakening for urination at night. And so, and they really improved, as I said, nocturnal bladder capacity. I, so if men are, if one of their most troubling symptoms has to do with the getting up at night, using these two together is a wonderful protocol. Well, you know, the, the thing about it is, is, you know, as you talk with someone, he says, yeah, I'm really, really tired. I'm just, I mean, I'm trying to sleep and everything. And then we get a little bit more into the conversation and we find out that he's getting up three or four times during the night to try and urinate and unsuccessfully having a full emptying of the bladder. And yeah. they just haven't put two and two together. It's that getting up during the night that's really affecting the sleep. And, you know, they're they're just thinking that it's just stress and all that kind of stuff. And there's definitely a connection between many things we do during the day and things we do at night. Well, and as somebody has uh, half-jokingly, not completely jokingly, but half-jokingly said, healthy prostate is good for your marriage because <laughs> if you're getting up four times a night, you're jiggling the bed or making noises, you might be waking up who's ever in bed with you. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe we should start uh, positioning... Saga Pro Bladder Health and Healthy Prostate as uh, supports a healthy marriage. I'll tell you what, it, it, it really, and you know, of course, most everybody is understanding that there's things going on, but nonetheless, the bed is moving and shaking and you're disrupted from your sleep pattern. That's right. uh, to your point, that's, that's very, very true. Yes, absolutely. Now, the serving size on this, is it a, is it a one a day? Absolutely. You can take it once per day. As I said, you can, if a, if a gentleman is feeling like maybe I'd like a little extra support, you know, there's nothing dangerous about taking two per day. But for the most part, quite honestly, we designed it to just be taken one a day. And I don't see that men would probably need more than that. Now, don't expect that you take this and the next day everything's perfect. That your, your results are going to continue to improve over time. But most people do notice a difference within the first two weeks or so. Um, and if they are using it for nighttime support and they're adding in the Saga Pro Bladder Health, uh, usually we can see some changes in that in two to three weeks as well. Some earlier, I don't want to be discouraging, but don't give up. If you're trying it for a couple of days and things don't seem to be changing, just stick with it. You know, our company has a money-back guarantee for a reason. We want you to take every single pill that's in the bottle, every tablet, every capsule, every soft gel. We don't want you to take three and return it and say, I didn't work. I want you to take the whole thing, and if it does not work for you, then return the empty uh, for a full refund. Every single product we sell is a sample. 
And uh, But, you know, the reason we can do that is because virtually nobody returns it if they have given the product a fair trial to see if it's going to make a difference in their health. Well, we do have an impatience issue in this country, and I don't know whether to chalk it up to everything in the world moving so quickly or people re- thinking about a pharmaceutical drug that they may notice a difference in like an hour uh, right. in some cases, or whether it's just that we're just totally impatient. And, you know, and I think that's a big issue. I, my patience is not as good as it used to be, <laughs> um, and, and I recognize it, and I have to take a step back once in a while, but I also understand that whatever situation I'm in right Right now, no matter what it is, I didn't get there today. It took me a while to get there, so it's going to take me a while to get out of there. I hear you. Um, the problem with uh, looking at things like this, you know, there are dietary supplements that do work quite quickly, like our sure. curamin pain products or our mm-hmm. anxiety for anxiety. They do work pretty quickly. But for the most part, when you're dealing with a chronic issue, then you are tr- going to have to rebuild and restructure and redo uh, some of the ways that your body functions, and that does not happen overnight, but it does happen. You know, um, I read this wonderful study that the use of um, of a specific amount of vitamin C every day uh, can prevent cataracts up to 80%. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you would think to yourself, wouldn't everybody take vitamin C and because it's so potent at preventing cataracts? Guess how long you have to take it before you notice it? 30 years. So if you start... <laughs> With large wow. amounts, I'm not dissuading anyone from vitamin C. No, no, no. What I'm trying to see is the study was a longitudinal study that showed that women that had higher intakes of vitamin C in their 60s had 80% fewer cataracts in their 60s. I mean, 30s and 60s. So, you know, for me, working in this industry, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm glad I get a good enough amount of vitamin C between my diet and my multivitamin every single day because, you know, eventually that's going to pay off for me. But if somebody's not a part of this industry... You know, and they say, really? They saw the results 30 years later? <laughs> so this is much better than that. These results are two weeks, three weeks, something like that. You're going to start to see a difference. And those improvements are going to continue over time. So wherever you are at three weeks, you'll be in a better place at six weeks. So how does the, the new healthy prostate differ from the healthy PSA levels? Because, you know, people will be looking at them and they're beautifully packaged, nice packaging. And they will be looking at them going, well, PSA is something I need to be working on. But, you know, I'm also looking to get my prostate healthy and they're going to be juggling and their head's going to be spinning around. And um, how do they differ in formulation? Well, they're they're actually both for the prostate, but they're targeting very different processes. So healthy oh. prostate is trying to keep the prostate from getting any larger and hopefully uh, turning it back, turning that train around back into the other direction so you don't have such an issue with the pressure of the prostate on your bladder and urethra. Uh, healthy PSA levels is more about what's going on at a cellular level in the prostate. Remember when I said there's two basic categories of concern that men have with prostate. One is BPH, benign prostatic hyperplasia, and the other is prostate cancer. Now, there's more than one kind of prostate cancer. Uh, There are some that are very aggressive and lethal and have to be treated um, immediately and with a lot of interventions. But the majority of the men who get prostate cancer get the very slow, slow, slow growing kind. That means that if you are 60 years old and have prostate cancer, it's going to be 30 years before you have any really serious problems with it. So 
it used to be that when men had prostate cancer, the first thing they would do, regardless of age, is take out the prostate gland. That makes sense. You would think it makes sense. Men can live uh, their entire life without a prostate gland. So they take out the prostate gland to get rid of the cancer, but there's two major side effects that occur after surgery, and they aren't that rare. Number one is you're not having as good urinary continence, which means men don't hold on to their urine as well, which means they can have some dribbling or, or they can have some, they might have to wear protection uh, to keep their clothes from getting wet. What man wants to do that? The second is that sometimes it interferes with the ability to have sex successfully. It can interfere with erection. It can interfere with ejaculation because now you're not making that fluid into which the other components are mixed for ejaculate. You also don't have the muscles of the prostate pushing that fluid into the penis for the sex act. And so, you know, when you tell men, well, we can do this surgery, but here's two things that can happen as you can start having wet pants and uh, you can start, uh, you know, it might interfere with your sex life or maybe your sex life will go away. You can imagine men are not too keen on taking those kinds of risks if, they, if it's not a life and death situation. So the more sane way to approach it, and thank God modern medicine has done something with a little bit of sanity, is we know it's a ridiculously slow-growing cancer and that you're probably going to live out your whole life and never have problems with it. But here's what we'll do. We will measure your PSA levels. PSA levels stands for prostate-specific antigen. And as your cancer becomes more revved up, as it gets bigger, those PSA levels go up, up, up. The other thing is they will look at the size of the prostate. So they will measure a PSA level. That's a blood test. They'll look at the size of the prostate, and then they'll say, all good, let's touch bases again in six months, or let's touch bases again in a year. Then they test the PSA levels, and they measure the prostate. If there's not been any significant changes, they're like, hey, you're doing great. Everything's asleep. You're good to go. Let's get back together again in six months or a year, and we'll do the same thing over again. They call that watchful waiting. Now, if a guy goes in after five or six years, his PSA levels are through the roof. All of a sudden, his prostate is twice the size it was six months ago. They're probably going to do surgery because those are signs that the prostate cancer is starting to become more aggressive. But the vast majority of men are going to probably go their entire lives with watchful waiting and never have an issue. So what we wanted to do is to put together some herbal support, unique forms of herbs, so that they really can have an impact to help get those PSA levels where they need to be to help keep them healthy and keep them in a healthy range and to reduce some of the factors that can cause increased growth of prostate cancer. So we chose things that have super potent antioxidant capabilities, um, an impact on reducing the ability of cancer cells to replicate themselves and spread, uh, the ability to reduce inflammation, which can sometimes feed the cancer, the ability to reduce some of the blood flow to the cancerous portions of the prostate. Uh, there's just so many different things that you can use herbs for to help improve your long-term outlook. Okay. Now here comes the question. Can I take mm -hmm. them both? Well, sure you can. They, don't, they work in very different ways. One is working on the hormonal system um, and inflammation that causes the prostate to get larger and press against the uh, bladder. The other is working on the cells uh, to help keep them from going in the wrong direction. It's a combination of pomegranate seed oil, 
Um, our French grape seed extract, the X1, I know we've talked about that before, but the re- difference with this grape seed extract is the key compounds that are medicinal are called OPCs, and OPCs can be very large or very small. If they're very large, they are called tannins, and you cannot absorb them. They're not dangerous. They're good. In fact, I like my red wine with a lot of tannins in it, but they are not absorbable. So this is standardized. It's the only one I'm aware of that's standardized to only have the smallest size OPCs so you get 100% absorbability. There's psilibin from milk thistle, which is one of the most medicinal compounds from the milk thistle plant. It plays a role in um, the, the creation of blood vessels that feed tumors. It helps to slow that process down. And then vitamin D um, in the active form, which is the cholecalciferol form. So you put all of those together, and it makes a real impact, plus, well, and um, plus our curcumin. Um, you know, the most clinically studied enhanced absorption curcumin in the world, that BCM95 curcumin, has about 700% better absorption than plain curcumin. And it has about, I think we're up to 90 studies now, and of them, 40-plus are human clinical trials showing benefits and absorption and impact on a wide variety of health concerns. Hmm. You know, I just I, I I kind of look at things a little differently now because I'm older. I mean, I've been taking nutrition for the prostate for a long time. Um, but I think to myself, you know, I I think that it's really important to be kind of proactive. You know, I mean, we do other proactivities in other parts of our health and well-being. And this is an issue that you could make a dramatic difference just by being nutritionally proactive and, you know, and, and keeping your diet, watching your inflammatory foods, of course, exercising, drinking fluids and, you know, all that kind of good stuff that, that are controllable variables. But I think there's a lot of men today that, you know, as they're asking me for recommendations, I'm going to recommend that they start being more proactive. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something that really kind of alarms me is that since 2014, so what is that, nine years ago, the incidence rate for prostate cancer has increased 3% per year overall. Wow. So it's just, it's a growing, no no pun intended, uh, it's a growing cancer. Uh, it is one of those that, you know, there are some cancers we see less of, some cancers that we see a lot more of, and this is one we're seeing a lot more of. Um, Out of every 100 men, uh, about 13, so that would be 13%, are going to get prostate cancer in their lifetime. So if you're on an elevator with 12 other fellas, one of you is probably going to have prostate cancer. Hopefully, and most commonly, it is the extremely slow-growing form that's entirely manageable. But, you know, that's just some pretty high rates. The reason we don't hear more about it it's because so many people live through it. You know, mm-hmm. some of the cancers like pancreatic cancer, uh, there's not nearly as many people that get pancreatic cancer as get prostate cancer, but most people who get pancreatic cancers don't have very good outcomes, and so we hear more about it. It's more in the news. But prostate cancer, not so much. Well, thank you for that tip. I'm going to start taking the stairs and not taking the elevator. Um, I think that that's real important. That was kind of scary, but that gives you a really good visual. You know, one out of 13, I'm thinking, no, I'm going to start taking the stairs. Yeah, Um, there you go. (laughs) um, Real quick question, because these are mostly herbal-based and herbal-nutrient-based, with food, without food, do you have a preference? I, um, I like to take zinc, anything that contains zinc with food, uh, Mm -hmm. because in the rarest of occasions, some people 
with good, potent, absorbable zinc, they might get a little bit of an upset stomach. Not often, but it can happen. So I would, you know, but I would take healthy prostate with your, take take one at, at breakfast or one in the evening, whichever. Uh, the bladder health, the saga pro bladder health doesn't matter. You can take it on an empty stomach, full stomach, doesn't matter. Uh, the healthy PSA levels, because they have a couple of compounds in here that are fat-soluble, the curcumin and the vitamin D, uh, you might get just a tiny bit better absorption if you take it at meal, but there's nothing in it that would cause a problem if you needed or wanted to take it on an empty stomach. Okay. You know, I think this is um, such a great topic, and I think that, you know, sometimes we just, we don't think we're there. You know, it's just, oh, I got plenty of time for that, and you know, that was the mentality when we were growing up. You know, I remember I remember this day very well. I was like 10 years old and then we had a family reunion. And it was everybody was there and there was this big tent under the willow tree where all of the older group was the great, great grandparents, the grandparents, the great uncles, the great aunts. They were all there and there were wheelchairs and walkers and canes and everything else under there. And I remember looking there going, that is such a long ways away. I remember thinking it to myself, but boy, have things changed. That that tent has a lot of different age people in it these days. Mm-hmm. It's far, it is absolutely, um, it's absolutely right on. Absolutely. Real quick question: um, One or two foods that you think people could add in that would be healthy for a prostate? Well, something that most people are not getting enough of, and that's um, vegetables. You know, a lot of people like fruit and they like carbohydrates and they like proteins and meats and such and yogurts and whatever, but they're just not as keen on the vegetables. If you can find ways, buy vegetables you like and try to eat all the colors of the rainbow. Um, I know that's not a specific food, but, uh, you know, you could try to incorporate more vegetables because they have just a, a plethora of good compounds in it, whether it's carotenoids, or whether it's polyphenols that play a role in healthy prostate. And any food that's rich in zinc has traditionally been useful for the prostate. Okay. How do you feel about pumpkin seeds? Well, first, I love pumpkin seeds. Me too. <laughs> Me too. You know, I, I only get them once a year when we clean up pumpkins for Halloween, and I roast them in the oven in olive oil and sea salt, and they are delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, pumpkin seeds do have some excellent compounds in them. Uh, that can help with that thing when we talk about the DHT conversion. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you like pumpkin seeds, have that. Now, some the only risk I would say, I would, wouldn't want to call it a risk, I like to eat the pumpkin seeds with the seed on because I like the crunch. But there are some people, if you have diverticulosis or certain types of uh, bowel issues, that sometimes that, that husk can be a little irritating if you're eating a goodly mm-hmm. amount of them. So for those individuals, you might want to get the sunflower seeds that don't have the shell on them. That's a good point. You know, and, and it's it, it's so hard today to get people to drink enough water. And I think men are worse. Um, you know, I, I, I will talk diet and they'll be like, okay, and get some exercise. Okay. And get a regular bedtime and get some more rest. Okay. And we need to drink more water. Ugh. <laughs> and it's just, and I'm thinking, wow, that's probably the easiest thing on the list, but it's the one mm-hmm. the one that I get the most negative reaction for constantly. Yeah. You know, and it's not just good for prostate health. I mean, mm-hmm. water's good for everything, but you know, another difficult to treat uh, problem, problem is gout. Mm-hmm. And there are studies that show that drinking eight, eight ounce glasses a day of water can reduce your gout attacks 
the occurrence of gout attacks by more than 50%. That's better than most drugs will do, just by really increasing your water intake. You know, I'm I'm a huge water drinker. I drink probably two gallons a day. But I mean, I was raised in Michigan out in the country. And every day my mother would say, what would you like to drink with dinner, water or water? Mm-hmm. You know, we had we had well water. It was fabulous water. When I go visit my brother, he bought the house we were raised in. It's, you know, in a way out in the country and by the lake. And it's beautiful. And they have wells. All of the kids in the neighborhood would go into the city to go to school. And no one in our neighborhood had acne. And we oh. would go into the city and all the kids in the city had acne. And our doctors used to say, it's your water. And no acne, no pimples, no nothing. All the kids in our neighborhood, it was the weirdest thing. And we would go to school and see all these kids with pimples. And we were just like, huh, that's weird. So, I mean, I became a great water drinker. You know, my brother raised his family there. They're all water drinkers. And, you know, and it's just, I I reach for it. I mean, I crave regular water. Most people have to make it taste like something else so they can drink it. You know, I think you have to train yourself to drink more water. And once it becomes Mm -hmm. a habit for you, you want to. You know, I've always heard it said that if you wait until you're thirsty, you're already starting to have some problems in your body if it Mm -hmm. has to send you that signal. So try to get in the habit of, you know, setting a big 16-ounce glass of water or something on your desk and, you know, sipping it. And then at midday, refill it. You know what I mean? Just just Mm -hmm. kind of make it constantly available and, and encourage yourself to do it. Once you get used to drinking that much, you will start to want that much water. My grandmother, I don't know if I've told you the story before, my grandmother, when she died at like 97, and she was very health conscious, she taught me so many things, old uh, uh, folklore, and all. she's the one that used to have the pot of the chicken broth, doing bone broth 50 years ago on her stove. I think she had the same pot on that stove my entire childhood, just kept adding chicken <laughs> bones to it. And um, But she called me, she was probably about 90, and she called me, mm-hmm. she used to call me Yashu. She said, Yashu, I'm having trouble with my water. I can't remember to drink glasses. And I said, well, don't you have a window in your kitchen? She goes, yeah. And I said, put eight pennies on one side. And every time you drink a glass of water, move the penny to the other side. She goes, oh, that's brilliant. So that worked really well for a couple of years. So she was probably 95 at this point. She called me. She goes, we have a problem. And I said, what's the matter? She says, well, I started out the day moving the pennies. And then midday, I can't remember which direction I'm going. <laughs> so I called my aunt and I said, can you get her a 64-ounce bottle of so she could fill it with water? So that's what they did. She filled it every morning. She knew that she needed to have it empty by bedtime. So that worked better. But I think that was hysterical. Oh, I think that's wonderful. Your grandmother mm-hmm. sounds like quite the woman. Oh, she was a handful. I learned a lot from her. <laughs> she was she was fun. You know, but you know, some of these things in our family, you know, water consumption, we didn't think anything of it. It's just the way it was. You know, eating tons and tons of vegetables on your plate, big salads, you know, after your meal. We would always have our salads after the meal. It was just the way it was. And gardens were there, so we constantly had that. We used to pick mushrooms and asparagus, and we used to go to the walnut trees, and the walnuts would fall. And then later we'd wear gloves and put the, the them and all the potatoes and everything down in the root cellars out there. So, I mean, this is just stuff we did. You didn't think anything of it. And no, now people are going on... Well, they're going on pilgrimages now and learning how to, to do these things that we did 60 years ago. <laughs> I hear you. We've been very disconnected from our food supply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, quick question before we go. I don't want to. I don't want to lose this because um, we're really rolling with this, which I think is really, really good. Um, 
exercise for men with the prostate, would walking be probably one of the best? Um, absolutely. Walking is good for so many things because it's a, it's a mild aerobic exercise, but it's also a bone building exercise. You want to uh, try to encourage exercises that put pressure on your bones because it makes your bones stronger. Okay. I think sometimes well, I think, also... And most people, and most people can walk, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, a lot of people, you know, especially if you're older, maybe you don't want to get on a bicycle and risk falling off and having a bad accident or... Uh, maybe you don't, you know, maybe you don't have easy access to get someplace that has a heated pool or, you know, whatever. So, but, you know, just about everybody has access to someplace where they can walk. You know, and I think sometimes strengthening those abdominal muscles are important. And I also think that maybe getting some of that extra weight off that lower part of the abdomen can be very beneficial as well. You know, because you get inactive, we carry weight there. Um, this this has just been such good information. I, I want to thank you so much for this. I'm going to make sure that I put out some um, social media for men to go listen to this program because I think that this is something that we need to focus on. And I'm going to recommend men of all ages listen to this. Well, I thank you so much for what you do. You're oh, so good thank at you it. So much. Thank you, Jeff. And I always enjoy our chances to visit. And thank you for everything you do to get the information on the science behind ingredients and natural products that can make a real difference in people's health. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day and enjoy the melting of the snow. I will love every minute of it. Thank you. (laughs) Bye now. My guest today, Cheryl Myers, I told you, isn't she awesome? She has such an amazing way of bringing a message in the most fun way possible. It's just such a fun listening conversation And she does this across the industry, and this is why people gravitate to her before her teaching and education style. And I'm so blessed to have her on my show. I want to thank Terry Naturally's Europharma for being here today, talking about two of their new products, the Healthy Prostate and the Healthy PSA level products that are available at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Check out their great prices every day, everyday low prices on Terry Naturally's and some great specials uh, as well. Um, Make sure you tune into the Staying Healthy radio show Monday through Friday morning. If you can't tune in, courtesy of Lotus Broadcasting and my awesome producers, all of my shows are recorded, archived, podcast, and stored on the Stay Healthy webpage. It's stayhealthylasvegas.com. Hey, when you go to that webpage, do me a favor, enter your email address so you can start getting coupons, newsletters, promotional alerts, you know, just things to, they want to make sure that they're offering the people that are that are working with them, great deals and specials and be able to pass that on to their loyal customers. And I think that's wonderful. Did you know that Stay Healthy has been here in Las Vegas a long time? They're in their fourth decade and they are Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer with good reason. They know what they're doing. They understand that there needs to be passion and um, understanding when people are dealing with their health. People are coming from a situation where they may not have been very successful. Their health is maybe not good. They may be opening up and lowering walls and being honest for maybe the first time. And they want to be able to work with people that care. That's what Stay Healthy is all about. Stay Healthy has the most knowledgeable, informed, educated, relevant, and passionate staff to work with. They're so good at what they do. And they make you want to come back. You get to leave the store with some spring in your step and a little bit more peace of mind. And you feel better because you took the time to ask some questions. 
and you're not wasting time and you're not guessing and you're not eeny, meeny, miny, mowing anymore because you now have a plan and you also have that go-to person or people at Stay Healthy you can go talk to. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center. They're on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The hours of the store, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Their phone number, 877-2494-877-2494. Uh, they have mail order services available, or maybe you're just having one of those weeks. I have them. You know, I could just call down there and say, can you put these on the side for me? And then I can just run in, grab them, be on my way, you know, so I don't have to take the time to look around, even though I would love to hang out and ask questions and see what's new and all that good stuff. Um, there's times that, you know, we just can't, but they'll have it ready for you because when you're doing well and you have a successful journey going, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to have to start over and you don't want to slide backwards. So remember, and don't forget once again about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. You have the availability of listening to any of the radio shows. They're always there. In today's world, information and education is extremely important. And no matter what you do for a living, no matter how many accolades you have, no matter how many diplomas on the wall, no matter how much jingle in the bank account, no matter how many things that you have studied and how many books you have written and how successful you are, that is all fantastic. If you lose your health, you're screwed and you got to focus every ounce of time on your health. We need to be able to be a little bit healthier along the way and realize the most important thing we can do on a daily basis is prioritize ourselves, our health and our well-being emotionally, physically and mentally because we deserve it. Check out all the products from Terry Naturally. Thank you to them today. Thank you to Cheryl Myers. Check out the new prostate formulas. Have an awesome day, everybody. Do something great just for you. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Tune in Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. and 98.9 FM for the most up-to-date information on your good health and well-being. With the best guests in the industry who are here to help all of us get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. My show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive, on the northwest corner of Charleston and Rancho, next to Smith's. Visit Stay Healthy to see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. Stay Healthy offers exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products at awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to talking with all of you again. Stay healthy.